Welcome back to Glowing Hour. It's been a minute since we recorded, so I feel like I should be saying, welcome back to the podcast. I'm half the podcast soon. (laughs) But that's not the case. (laughs) Today we're drinking a Cran Amaretto Kiss. She's cute. We've been hunting for better cocktails. We've been a little lazy. A little lazy. A little just pouring a glass of wine. (laughs) Maybe just making a quick little ranch water a little just <laughs> club soda club with soda. something moment forgive us forgive us we were going some through some things yes we were moving quickly so let's try this one cute enjoyable that's cute amaretto i feel like we've only used it maybe once in other recipes yeah what was it it was a cherry something like mm-hmm. it was specifically cherry it's got a nice little subtle i love that I think that's, like, one of my favorite liqueurs now. It's like cherry Coke. (laughs) It kind of does taste like cherry Coke with an orange in it. Maybe we do cherry Coke next. (laughs) Just fucking... It's just Coke, rum, and amaretto. I wonder if that's something someone's done. What is that cocktail called? Like, Coke and... Rum and Coke. Rum and Coke. It's just rum and Coke. A rum and Coke, but with rum and cherry Coke, but without cherry Coke. Just amaretto. I mean, you could use cherry Coke, too, I guess. You could also use that. Or, like, a vanilla Coke. And then there's the cherry. no name for it. It's just rum and coke. Yeah, right. Oh, maybe there's like gentlemen's. I don't fucking know. Whatever they call those things. Like, I don't know. Like some like the lady version of it. You know what I mean? Like mm, it's cute and like the like dainty, mm-hmm. the dainty rum and coke. Anyway, I'm drinking that way too fast because it's good. So today we're gonna be talking about five emotions to reconsider. So this is like a way to maybe help you listen to those emotions a little bit deeper. Because <laughs> let me tell you, the moment I one time, the one the one time I fucking learned that anger isn't like the true emotion you're feeling. Mm. Like I'm just mad. Well, yeah. no, girl, you're not just mad. You're probably sad about something mm-hmm. that like it's hurting your feelings or there's it's like. The emotion is one thing and you have a label around it, but it's like, here's here's what you actually got to look for. The layers of emotion. Right. Hiding underneath that big emotion. Exactly. So, the five we're going to talk about are discomfort, shame, bitterness, anger, and sadness. To start us off. Let's do it. Discomfort. So this thing says, it shows you that you're being pushed out of your comfort zone and are being challenged. You have the opportunity to change and to grow. That one's, I think, like really Mm self-explanatory. Like being uncomfortable or discomfort. Okay. Is uncomfortable and feeling discomfort different? I don't want somebody to take this and be like in an Mm. uncomfortable relationship and be like, I'm just like... I just need to learn how to grow. Yeah, no, like, I mean, Mm. for sure you're still going to learn to grow, but. I think they might be a little different, like discomfort. Yeah. It's just, like, uncomfortable, I feel like, is more so, like, you're uncomfortable in a specific scenario situation, and then discomfort is, like, a long-lasting feeling. Mm. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm in discomfort or whatever, instead of just, like, I am currently uncomfortable. Or that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I think, like, with that, I can think of, like, scenarios with, like, us growing into our business when Mm. we were 
constantly discomforted in discomfort (laughs) in discomfort a long-term period of just trying to learn Mm -hmm. these skills that we weren't so sure of Mm -hmm. and or just learning about how to move in a business setting all our by ourselves because like of course we've worked for like corporations and like other people who have like set rules and whatever so the discomfort there was like the uncertainty Mm -hmm. and I think that's where discomfort sometimes usually really lies is with uncertainty Uncertainty. yeah because uncomfortable I don't know uncomfortable to me just sounds more like you didn't like something right versus discomfort it's like there's something off about this yeah yeah I agree I think with that being said like this is saying like discomfort is kind of essential in helping you grow though like it's like you were saying in a relationship maybe if you're facing discomfort all the time you have a lot of growing to do maybe on one hand yeah but on the other sometimes extreme discomfort is not necessary in your life do you know what I mean? I totally finding get what you're that saying. balance of like, look, don't stay in a toxic relationship. That's not what we're saying. But facing discomfort is important. Like, no one's gonna do everything the way you want to do it all the time, right? Or like, your partner may challenge you in ways that you never had to deal with before. In like being considerate, or <laughs> like, mm. I think a lot of the time when people have been single for a while or have been hurt. The discomfort there is to, like, learn a new language with another person, if that makes sense, like, of how they go about life. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people tend to just write it off as they don't understand me versus, like, are you trying to understand them? Mm -hmm. It's it's an opportunity to learn about one another. Right. I don't have much to add on that one. That one's really... I like... She's a boring one. (laughs) Just kidding. She's a boring girl. No, she's a big emotion, though. She is, though. Like, I'm thinking of maybe, like, a small example of, like, dating someone who takes you out of your comfort zone but maybe in a good way like they're more adventurous than you or something and that makes you feel in this case I would say uncomfortable I don't think you're in a state of discomfort but like uncomfortable to try something new yeah that's a good example and that's an opportunity opportunity for you to either express yourself and tell them that it makes you uncomfortable or put yourself out of your comfort zone and then try that said thing yeah moving on to the next one she's a big one that i feel constantly (laughs) oh goodness what is it um shame (laughs) it's not funny i just i'm shameful i I can't help but laugh (laughs) (laughs) and this is a big one i maybe we'll get into it but it's like a big one that and it's really hard for me to Maybe I got to do some shadow work, but like it's really mm. difficult for me to figure out where I became so shameful. Okay, I say that and then I understand where it comes from and okay. whose opinions, and we'll get to mm. like really. Okay, never mind. I'm just read, gonna read it. it. I'm read just it. Gonna read it. <laughs> it shows your need to reconnect with yourself. Perhaps you are internalizing the beliefs and expectations that other people are placing on you. That's tea right there. That's real tea. But yeah, like I said, I I can recognize where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. I have a hard time. It's like I know that those things are wrong Mm -hmm. or they're not mine, I should say, because to say something's right or wrong is another thing. But Mm -hmm. like those expectations, those belief systems, they could be right for someone else, but they're not necessarily true for me. Mm -hmm. 
And I can understand that. But to re to introduce a new belief Mm -hmm. or like to like empower my own belief feels so difficult. Mm. Like not necessarily counteracting the belief that is giving you shame, but just to have in general like a new positive belief about whatever. And it can't it doesn't even have to be like for me, it's like not even a new belief Mm. because like I understand like the true belief that's Mm. there. But to, like, bring her up is really mm. hard. Like, example, maybe, like... It's almost like this thing is, like, a bully. Yeah. You know, and it just keeps, like... Pushing down pushing the... Pushing the, the, yeah. the real one down. It's, like, the everyday self-confidence thing that... Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you're exactly talking about, but for me, I would say, like, looking at... This is why I feel like I have body dysmorphia, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> like Whenever a sentence starts with... Listen, this is why I think this I have This is why I think I have something. It's just like, some days, how can I wake up some days and be like, damn, you were the hottest bitch to live? And then the next days, I'm like, why do you have that piece of fat right there? Why do you have this, like, little curve there? Why do you have a dimple there? Like, I mean, I'm like why-, why is your head screwed on backwards? <laughs> Dude. But literally, those are the beliefs, right? Those are the angry shameful beliefs that I'm forcing down my throat and some days it's a lot harder to be like the thought I know is true is my body is healthy and I take care of myself and and ultimately I felt like a bad bitch yesterday right so what's the fucking difference what's the problem brain yeah what is the problem Lydia I'm gonna fight you <laughs> uh, yeah yeah that's difficult and, if, yeah and those are like the expectations and beliefs of things that you're seeing outside mm-hmm. of you it's not an innate thing that no. i'm like i need to be dimpleless <laughs> yeah n- no one said that well people said well, that people but said i didn't that. that's what i meant like, yeah i didn't say you that didn't say that so it's just hard though i feel like it's literally like a bully like these other things are so much bigger Mm-hmm. because you see them everywhere yeah you see a, a girl with a dimpleless body or like on instagram like guys swooning over the hottest girl ever because she's hot and i think like love island's really bad oh love that. island no she's good no, she's good she, i love, she's love good. Island. i love how they're bringing more uh bodies i was gonna say um the fall games love island mm-hmm. games i was like thought it'd be a really funny tiktok if it was like ugh, not love island trying to like make more money off us and like have another show and then i was like me when the spinoff comes out and i'm like <laughs> eating fucking popcorn Mood. eating it up <laughs> i fucking can't with that show it's so good okay yeah shame. i don't that's shame i encourage you to although i have a hard time and if you can relate to what we're saying mm-hmm. where the like you know the real belief but it's still not as strong as the other ones, yeah. it just means that there's some time, like how this says, there's like a need to reconnect with yourself. And that can be simple steps every single day of like doing affirmations for mm-hmm. yourself or journaling. journaling. Or even if like it is a physical thing for you, like retraining your brain to believe in working out as a positive thing versus like a punishment mm-hmm. for for something it's that like you ate like an act of self-care yeah it's like you're celebrating your body for what for like where it is and also for the fact that it's carrying you bitch <laughs> like thank god you're moving through your life yeah with this body people would kill for that body sometimes i think about all the thoughts up in my head and i'm like that's heavy that's we're heavy. carrying all that girl relax 
Ooh. Not me using the big trigger word, relax. Relax. No, it's more like, okay, we got to chill. <laughs> totally <laughs> different. Enough. That's enough. Totally different connotation than relax. <laughs> so that's shame for you. Oh my God, this is like reminding me of like the emotions on um, Inside Out. That too, oh. but the hormone monsters are like big mouth. Big mouth. Like shame. Love, what was the shame? shame monster, anxiety, depression cat, depression anxiety cat. mosquito. Oh, that one's a killer. That one, I'm like, I feel you <laughs> in my bones. <laughs> Literally. The way that they depicted anxiety as a fucking mosquito is perfect. It's hilarious. It's perfect. Um, if you guys haven't watched Big Mouth. Oh, the one. vampire is the shame one right D- um yeah yeah shame yeah Sh- shame vampire shame guy <laughs> poor thing i feel bad for him and anyway. then and then what's his face have you seen the new season i haven't and you can watch it is their baby one? the baby of the two hormone monsters uh-huh. he wants to be like a shame person and not a hormone monster <laughs> that's insane yeah i think anyway that's where i left off okay <laughs> Watch anyway. that show. It's really good. Next is bitterness. She's a real one for me and Sam. She's really in there. We have a hard time letting her go. Yes. To all my bitter bitches. Anyway. <laughs> this shows where there is some room for your, for forgiveness. Yeah. Identifies where you may still be holding judgments upon yourself and others. Mm-hmm. So yeah. This one, <laughs> yeah. This one can really tie back to, like... A lot. What were we just talking about this week, which was like red flags of, we didn't let go of or didn't yeah, take didn't, them. Just like these people, mm. like I think in one when one sentence you're probably like, "Bitch, you're the one who's still talking about them." Yeah, I get it. It's a topic though that we went through. Anyway, we've already discussed why we keep talking about them. Okay, <laughs> it's not because we like them, but I mean, at least for me, I'm definitely i think there's been forgiveness there mm-hmm. i think there's there is some pieces of places that like that those bitterness relationships that bitterness is held mm-hmm. do we have to let it go i mean we do right for the betterness Listen, the betterness of exactly. us exactly the, the way i'm gonna describe this this is like i to be real with you i have like sexual trauma from mm-hmm. like previous relationships with that said bitterness is real you're probably like yeah bitch be bitter you know mm-hmm. fuck yeah for real but at the end of the day like they don't have to see me again mm-hmm. they don't have to like care about it or deal with it maybe they don't even it's they don't you. even know you know mm-hmm. but with me like i have to live with it every day so like at least i can forgive myself for being in those places and forgive them like what is it what is it to me to forgive them like mm-hmm. am, why am i holding this piece of tie with them like for mm-hmm. what you want to keep being angry at them because you like low-key like still want to think about them like for what mm-hmm. so at the end of the day like i think i'm just really understanding that the forgiveness is for myself to just like not feel so a bitter but also so strongly and like identify so strongly with something that happened mm-hmm. you know and so long ago like yeah what am I going to do now? Just hold on to this 45 years from now? Totally. Yeah. And I'm not speaking for anyone else yeah, yeah. with, like, sexual trauma. But that's just my experience and how I'm trying to move forward because I don't feel like it's... It serves you. It serves me more to let go. Yeah. Than to, like, keep it and keep moving forward in my current relationship or, like, my current life. Mm-hmm. 
it's too much yeah i think bitterness in general like regardless of where anyone's at in their process of things i think just holding on to bitterness i get it i get why you want to do it trust me i get it but like you're saying at the end of the day they're not losing anything by you being bitter you're losing everything by Mm -hmm. being bitter you're the one holding on to all this for what to not be happy to not move on and be happier without that experience like constantly knocking on your door it's that thing that people say like you can only control your reactions mm-hmm. to things can't yeah control other people like as much as you didn't want those situations to happen any situation that made you bitter yeah they still did so right like, the reality this is, that's the reality they did happen can't go back can't tell someone to not do something all you can do now is react to it and are you going to react in a way that this isn't personal to me yeah. This has nothing to do with me. I'm moving forward with loving myself and showing up for myself even more. That's, like, the way. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, too, with, like, being bitter, I feel like it's a lot easier for me to hold on to bitterness when it's someone that I feel highly emotionally attached to because i feel like worse worse things have happened to me with someone i'm not emotionally attached to and i don't have any bitterness because i don't know them yeah i don't really know anything about them so it's a lot easier for me to be like well it was just an unfortunate situation and like i don't really hold anything against that person but yet someone who maybe did less terrible things or whatever to me I'll, like, hold on to that bitterness. (laughs) Like, a grudge. Like, it does not serve me, but it's interesting, the, like, emotional piece. Yeah. I think it's because you maybe held some expectations there. Mm, Yeah. You know. It's definitely... That's right. There's opportunity for forgiveness when you feel bitterness. And I think I've run a lot closer to, like, genuine forgiveness and just, like, I don't know. Maybe I am there. I mean, like you're saying, like, there's still things that are, like... But you're you're constantly practicing is what you're saying. Like, you're mm-hmm. at least in a constant practice where you're not, like, ignoring and just being in the bitter state. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'm very much like, yeah, like, I understand the reality of the circumstances, but, like, well, hope they're doing better. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I think forgiveness is just, like, a really difficult piece for people to practice slash like Mm -hmm. move into like the state of being in forgiveness at all times outside of like relationships like romantic relationships there's also like the bitterness of friendships or yeah like really close family or whatever and feeling bitter i think in that way because like relationships end right and most of the time you don't become friends with them but with someone that you thought was going to be there for life, which, like, you always think that of your partner, but you understand that if you do break up, it's done. It's done. But friends or whatever, you think that's literally for life. Like, nothing could break us up because... That's worse. You know? It's way worse. It's like, there's already, like, a contract in place <laughs> with you said, a no, partner, no, no. and you're like, listen, if this doesn't work, it's kind of done. Yeah. We can maybe try. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, probably not going to work. Right. For a friend, it's like, why did you leave me? You said this was forever. Literally, though. Like, so, what were you thinking, you dumb bitch? <laughs> and then there's the bitterness. Yeah. I think it's a lot harder to forgive bitterness in those scenarios. Especially when the other person isn't trying to meet you halfway again. Mm-hmm. 
or you just don't know what they're thinking, it's like, oh, well, fuck them then. It's so much easier to say fuck them than to put yourself out there and be rejected. Yeah. yeah. I think for me, I like, I, I learned forgiveness maybe like five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, genuinely learned it. Like, of course, everyone's like... <laughs> you knew the concept of forgiveness. Of course, I knew what forgiveness meant. <laughs> You're like, forgive? I don't know her. <laughs> I didn't know her till five years ago. No, but, like, I I didn't practice her, I guess, until mm. maybe yeah. five, six or years, five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. But the thing that keeps me in line with it is, of course, the whole, like, it's only gonna hurt you more. Mm-hmm. But also, like... I really hold on to the piece of, like, it's not personal to you. Like, it's yeah. not personal. Anything anyone says or does is not is not a reflection of you, but a reflection of them. Yep. And once you really understand that and continue to remind yourself of that, you're like, oh. Not to be that bitch, but on Temptation Island. <laughs> I got this bitch addicted. Let's talk about that. <laughs> temptation island you guys wow what a show season four spoilers coming up okay if you're watching it i'm sorry but it's they're on season five already so if you're on season four fuck you (laughs) i haven't even watched season one (laughs) i haven't either i started season three for some reason i was literally like season should i that one looks spicier in the middle (laughs) so anyway so season four the whole like therapy sessions i guess that they have at these bonfires yeah and the therapist uh, he's a therapist right i think so or something right he went to school for something he's like he's really good he's at good, it though so he talks about just like you know nothing no, exactly what you're saying nothing that you've experienced is your fault mm-hmm. and like forgive this dumb person <laughs> there's the bitterness (laughs) forgive Forgive this dumb ass fucking person forgive this idiot for ever treating you that way no but it's true like once you release the fact that it does have nothing to do with you so freeing and like i think that's the part that keeps you coming back like even if you don't want to forgive this person for whatever they did to you it's not about that person like you're releasing yourself from that person you're not releasing what they did and how it made you feel that'll always fortunately or unfortunately like the bitterness doesn't have to be there but what happened and how you feel about it will be will there be. it's just about how you move forward here's a maybe a little bit of a <laughs> like Tell a us. two real thought okay do you not you but like yeah. i'm asking the audience <laughs> yes i guess all of us like do you think that we hold on to the resentment the bitterness mm. Because low-key, you want to be still attached. Yeah. No, 100%. You want... You also want to blame somebody. You want to blame somebody, but you also want to be attached to this thing mm. that, that like... Because, like, okay, good things and bad things happen to you, right? Like, just mm-hmm. like when you go on an amazing trip, it's life-changing. It affects you so deeply. When something bad happens, the same thing. Mm-hmm. You want to attach yourself to the fun Italy trip you took, mm-hmm. right? La Dolce Vita. <laughs> but also, you want to attach yourself to the trauma that somebody installed in, installed into you mm-hmm. based on a situation. But yeah. the same way that you can connect, you can disconnect. Mm-hmm. And, like, when you think about it that way, do you really want to be connected to this person, this situation anymore? Yeah. No. Yeah. But I think you do have a good point that, like, it's 
easier in a sense to be angry. It is. Than to reflect and be like, how can I forgive this person for what they did? And what do the next steps look like? Oh my God, it's so much easier to be like, nah, just fuck them. Yeah. They fucking suck. (laughs) Like, it's so much easier. I promise it's just way more worth it on the other side to no longer... Because then you move into your whole life. You move into everything with that experience and bitterness. It's like, let's say your friend decided to not be friends with you anymore randomly. It's fucked up, right? And you just forever, I'm like, yeah, fuck that bitch. Like, blah, 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 blah. So every friend you make going forward, you're going to have that bitterness within those friendships whether you know it or not you're holding on to the fear the same yeah fear. like they're someone out there everyone's gonna do it again like you become cold and like literally disconnected from yourself and that's where for me the per the, like don't take personal mm. shit piece comes in when yeah. like that person made that decision for themselves it has nothing to do with me maybe i did hurt their feelings at some point but because they did not communicate with me and to me it feels like out of nowhere that's all i can go off of Mm-hmm. So it's not personal to me because if it was, it would be communicated. Yeah. I could have maybe eased her mind on mm-hmm. the anxieties that they were having about our friendship. Yeah. So, but that's like, that's the reality. It's not personal to you because it's a decision they made for themselves. Yeah. <sighs> Clearly we have a lot to say about bitterness anyway. amongst all the other emotions. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to talk about anger in like a descriptive way, but like we're going to get to her, so... <laughs> Okay. Anger's next, though. Okay. Identifies where your boundaries are and proves what and who you are passionate about. Ooh. This is so interesting to me mm. because I always feel like anger is not the real emotion, mm-hmm. but maybe it is. And it's just like a different direction of what it was because I always saw, saw like anger as like you're actually just sad about something, which mm. I think it still can re- be reflected in that way. I mean, you could be disappointed and that's why you're upset. Yeah, like maybe you're disappointed or you're sad about how your boundaries are being disrespected. Angry is still totally an emotion, though. Yeah. What? Just because it's it's negative. It's still one you have to go through, though. Yeah. Well, I still see it as an emotion. I just don't see it as, like, the the root one. It's more of, like... Mm, The reaction. Let me me explain. This is is where my metaphor was coming in. (laughs) Okay. Like, don't think about, like, too much what the Wizard of Oz means, but, like, the wizard. (laughs) You know how he's, like, this big, scary, like, thing? Yes. That's the anger. But then you, like, pull the curtain and the little guy inside, that's bitterness. Or, like, needing to forgive, it's sadness. You know what I mean? It's like metaphor, yeah. This is the big emotion that everyone's seeing that you're even feeling. Mm. But if you pull back a little bit, what is it that you feel sad about? What is it that you feel bitter about? What are you feeling has been hurting, if that makes sense? I mean, even... If you take shame and bitterness, aren't they all still, like, you feel bitter about something? Why? Because you got hurt. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, there's still always going to be that layer. But I see what you're saying. Like, anger. Are you, like, maybe in a way where, like, anger doesn't have to be the outward expression. I mean, sometimes anger is healthy, though, right? Like. That's what I, I I don't know. That, I'm really, it's very difficult for me to believe that anger is a positive emotion to to express. I think it is, as long as it's not unhealthy or like I think as long as harmful not to someone else right like i'm angry right angry. now so i need to like let's bring in a therapy technique throw a piece of paper at a wall i need to scream sing wherever like yeah i think those are like healthier forms of expression obviously anger is not yelling at somebody or so i get what you're saying but yeah. what does it say so well no it just says like we're 
where are your boundaries and it proves what you're passionate about Mm. and I feel like that really that really like is the description of why like why you might be feeling angry Angry. Mm -hmm. like I do feel angry when my boundaries are crossed or not respected but you know what sometimes it is on me because I didn't I just expect them to know my boundaries Mm. and they're not clearly stated and that's my fault and it's my fault because I feel like it's too much if I express them, mm. which then comes the shame part. I feel shameful about wanting having to express needs. them and mm-hmm. having needs and boundaries. Like, I feel like I tend to do that a lot at work or with, like, people that I collaborate with. Like, if I don't feel like my boundaries are set, then, like, I get upset. But it's no one's fault but mine mm. in reality. And the passionate part, like, for sure. I feel like when people get passionate about something and if the other person or the other people don't agree then that's when the anger sets yeah because i think if you're not passionate about it anger doesn't come up you know like it's such a strong emotion right it's definitely not just like a passive because bitterness to me is passive it can be from well it could bring anger so i guess if you take bitterness to that extreme i think i've seen like bitterness like petty then it's petty yeah then it's petty Petty and bitterness are like their sisters (laughs) You know what I mean? We should be them for Halloween. <laughs> Bitterness and petty. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah, I think anger is such a nuanced one because everyone learns anger so differently growing up. Yeah. Like what that looks like. I feel like I had a very <laughs> great. <laughs> my mom listens to these. <laughs> Hello. Hi, mom. Not in a bad way, but just like my dad was very calm all the time, very level-headed, very logical. So, like, I learned that aspect from him. But, like, when my mom was angry about something, we all knew. And not in, like, a way where she was, like, explosive or, like, anything. But, like, we just, we all knew. The vibe changed. Right. But versus my dad being upset, for the most part, obviously, you know, more people. But, like, he was always just so calm and logical. Which, like, they both have their benefits, right? Like, being a logical person... definitely means you're way less emotional and you can't tap in as much to someone feeling yeah. something deeply or like the the real emotions aren't being expressed as much mm-hmm. or just like i don't know like the, i also think like there's not i mean there is logic to emotion but there mm. doesn't always have to be yeah at no. least like in the first beginning stages of processing them mm. you don't have to go to logic right away anyway go on no it's just I think um, anger is one of those emotions that everyone handles so differently. Yeah. And that's why I think you have those, like, those feelings about anger. Because you've, like, dealt with anger and, like, deciphering it. And, like, feeling deeply about what's underneath anger. And, like, the recent... No, that was... What'd you say you... Forgiveness. You learned forgiveness more. Mm -hmm. But just, I think, for me, I've never been, like an angry person I guess mm-hmm. maybe I got that from my dad like the logical thinking a lot but when I do get angry I think everyone knows at the same time yeah. <laughs> no, like it's very I apparent. shut down in one yeah, way to describe it because I'm trying to process that. it yeah. instead of yelling like some people will yell I shut down to process it like I'm like okay how am I gonna deal with this anger yeah which like maybe I don't is that good or bad I don't know maybe maybe neither here nor there I feel like my expression of anger has changed through the years. Mm -hmm. I think my versions of learning them were, one was passive. Mm. Yes, I did that too. Like silent treatment type vibe. Yeah, it was like shut down bad. Shut down bad. Yeah. 
And then the other side of anger was like an explosive moment and then being like, well, I don't care. Mm. I don't care. Like just like being very dismissive versus that's not passive because it was very apparent and but it was dismissive. And I definitely feel like I've shared both things. Mm -hmm. I think I leaned a little bit more unless I was very, very angry. I would do the explosive thing, but in general terms, I would more so to be be passive. Especially in relationships, I would always be passive about things. I think that's also just like a a way of how we learn to deal with emotions is that Mm. like a shutdown approach. And maybe it is like to process, but Mm -hmm. that's the initial thing is to shut down. Mm -hmm. And it's like... Like the wall close. Don't let anything else in right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like learning how to process those emotions without shutting down completely because you still have to let whoever you're angry with in mm. to some degree like hey I need a minute yeah you know or whatever yeah. it is and it shouldn't be days <laughs> like it should be moments maybe an hour I don't know depending on whatever the fuck the situation is whatever right? you need yeah yeah I don't know what <laughs> what's going on but it should be reasonable and like you don't have to have all the answers also. I feel like I always had to have the answers because partners would grill. You know what I mean? It was like, well, what's wrong? Well, how can I fix it? I'm like, like, dude, I don't... I don't know right now. I don't know what I'm feeling. (laughs) Literally, I'm just mad because I'm passionate about this and I feel like you're disappointing me and I'm bitter about the past in ways you treated me. Like, it's all of it. It's all of it. Yeah. That's a really good point. And I'm ashamed of you fucking doing something again and now I have to tell my friends or my family. Or, you know, like, it turns into this whole fiasco. It's like all of the emotions then get expressed and then I have to go and process them by myself. And then I <laughs> shut down. Because <laughs> it's too hard. Last <sighs> but not least, sadness. Mm. Uh, it's an indicator of your ability to feel and the depth of your care for others around you. Hmm. I think that one's, like, plain and simple. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people have, like, I don't want to say, like, a fear of being sad, but, like, I think some people are even shameful of being sad. To say they're sad. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's always such a big importance on being happy Mm -hmm. to the point where people feel like they can't be sad. Right. And I think that is such a lovely way to describe it of like, this just means you're feeling very deeply about something Mm -hmm. and that you care about people. Yeah. It, almost always it's about somebody or something that has to do with another person. Mm-hmm. So, or about yourself. And like that yeah. just shows deeply what, how you feel. Yeah. I think it's maybe embarrassing to admit when you were sad, which I feel like I've literally my birthday, I told my parents that I was sad. I told you guys that I was mm-hmm. sad. And like, maybe I normally wouldn't have admitted like, yeah, I was actually privately sad alone all by myself the other day or whatever. But like, Whatever. And it's also the part of being, like, I don't want to be a burden to anyone of, like, now fix it. Like, that's not what I'm asking for by saying, I'm kind of feeling sad today or I was feeling sad yesterday. It's not like, hey, knocking on your door, fix it for me. I need some attention for you to help me. Yeah. Yeah, It's just like, yeah, I don't know. I was feeling really deeply about whatever it was. Or I don't know what it was about, you know? Yeah. (sighs) Sadness. Sadness. She is that girl. (laughs) I love her. Uh, I love that movie, Inside Out. Oh. And that's what I was thinking about. So good. Oh, she, she's, she's so cute. annoying a lot sometimes, so. <laughs> Which, She's fair. Like getting in the way of things. <laughs> she is, but it's but okay. we can't dismiss her because we, gotta we dismiss her. See what happened in the movie, and if you didn't, go watch it. Now I need it. to go watch it again, actually. I, I really love that movie. I've been, like, needing to watch Inside Out, mm-hmm. Soul again. 
never seen it soul? soul the movie soul which one is that it's the one it's like another pixar movie about like literally souls oh soul yes yeah, soul. i was thinking soul like the sun soul <laughs> soul and then there's like another one but yeah soul i've seen once mm. i just like really want to watch them again it's i think it, in, in that like that vibe of you should watch elemental deeply, deeply you haven't feeling. seen it yet have you i saw elemental oh, you did in theaters. okay mm-hmm. you should well you like, just watched opening it. weekend <laughs> yeah i see pixar movies on the opening weekends <laughs> so I, I need to watch those too and i need to watch barbie again yeah fair i'd be down to watch it again it's should we go like friday morning <laughs> like a matinee maybe maybe we could just get in the girlhood mood oh that's fair okay anyways girlhood okay. coming soon anyway that's that's it for this guys i hope that this was like helpful in some form i it was for me it was insightful mm-hmm. it's good to remind myself not to say that like i know everything about emotions because i don't mm-hmm. but it's a good reminder to really like dissect what each emotion means mm-hmm. because then when you're feeling it you don't feel so guilty you don't feel upset for feeling that way you don't mm-hmm. have to add more emotions it's also like you know just validating speaking about it knowing that you agree with at least one person in the world on the topic you know what i mean it's like maybe we don't agree on exactly everything that like we experienced right as people whatever we're very similar we're very lucky that way and we get each other (laughs) but like we like each other um but like it's not all the same but at the same time we still are like i get you yeah and like hopefully you guys feel that way about both of us either of us or just in general, whatever we're talking about, like, you can see yourself in the conversation we're having, and I think that's our goal in general with this podcast is, like, I don't know, we've gotten a lot of feedback lately that, like, the podcast is a a vulnerable open space, and, like, we can be very vulnerable, which, like, wasn't even really thinking about it, you know? Oh my god, you want me? What? Should I be vulnerable right now? (laughs) (laughs) What? This is, like, not necessarily, I mean, maybe it is. It is, because it has to do with shame. But I was, like, talking to Logan, and I was talking about jobs, and you're, and I was, like, what's, what's gonna happen mm. next? And then you were, like, the, the podcast. podcast, like, we gotta focus on her, and I'm, like, for sure, like, I wanna put my whole SC in it. Mm-hmm. And I was telling her about that, and she was, like, yeah, why, I feel like you guys haven't. Like, like, yes, you're putting a lot of effort into it, but I don't think either of you, like, are manifesting for it to work for yourselves mm. enough. Yeah. And then, like... I got into this, like, deep fucking, like, conversation about how I think, like, my blockages are really a lot about feeling like I don't have anything important to say. Mm. Or, like, even though we've talked for hours. Even though I'm here talking for hours, like, (laughs) but, like, with what purpose? Like, I clearly don't think that I'm, like, worthy of listening to. Mm -hmm. And so it's, like, very contradicting. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm, like, the shame that I feel... And this is just, like, based on things that, like, I've been feeling for, like, my entire life. And they're not true to me because I know that, like, obviously... I'm obviously doing this. So, mm-hmm. like, innately you I know believe. that's not real. Yeah. But it's just so interesting that, mm-hmm. like, that's how I feel. Maybe that's not what you feel. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's, like, blockages in those ways of, like, these emotions do need to be felt out and, like, understood. Mm-hmm. Because in the minute you don't, you create, like, literally this whole new storyline for yourself. And yeah. for what? I, th- I can resonate with what you're saying. I don't feel like 
the said, exact I same. Love I was like, no, talking. I have a lot of important things to say. I don't know about you, girl. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I do resonate though. Like us just not having the amount of traffic that we want, whatever. Like th- getting the validation, essentially. The fact mm-hmm. that we haven't gotten validation from the outside world that we're worth listening to is like what is keeping us from being like yeah I want to do this and I want this to be like something that really changes people's lives yeah because it's scary to say that because if we fail it's like then what okay losers (laughs) like like that's what it feels like But like we're already in the loser mindset exactly why why are we in the loser mindset like we've been dedicated like so many people will tell us every now and again like so proud of you it's so cool what you're doing or I love listening or I just listened to this episode. Like how many people in our lives actually consistently tell us something about our podcast? Yeah. And it's like, so why the fuck are we treating it like no one's listening? That part. Like why? Why, why are, are we, we doing like that? The, like the losers we Because don't we be. we literally our goal is to literally change people's mindsets lives not literally change, change your mind about just, anything but just like just connect yes connect with people we just have a lot of feelings share with you <laughs> let you know that it's okay to be this vulnerable and also not have it all figured out and also just be in a work in progress being a work yeah. in progress is totally fine and it's always gonna be like like that so yeah i mean look at us it. we've been podcasting for since 2020 yeah we've literally been podcasting and well we are those bitches yeah and what about it (laughs) we've had different like variations or Mm -hmm. versions of ourselves and it's okay Mm -hmm. just want to make sure that you know that the transitions you're making the the peace that you're trying to find within yourself we're proud of you yes definitely because it's fucking hard it's fucking difficult this life it's got to be worth living. Enough said, man. I can't drop my mic, but I would just knock it over. But then, yeah. Anyway, love you guys. And we'll see you guys next week. Next week's going to be a really good episode. So stay tuned. We have a special guest. We kind of give you like a little bit of a sneak peek because we might watch Barbie. Anyway. Hit, 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 hit.